Welcome to Try or Die. Welcome to the Try or Die podcast. My name is Ben Valley. My name is Braden Ball. And we are becoming boxers in two weeks. Now, that's very, like, contrary to our typical one week at a time, but we happen to you know how whenever we did the comedy it fell perfectly into pl- into place like one week from now there's a stand-up comedy thing that was awesome well there happens to be a fight night that we've heard about for a while and we hit them up two weeks ago pretty much mm-hmm. and they finally answered us a week ago yeah yeah you can hear a lot about it in the last podcast but we just signed up with two weeks in preparation. They didn't respond to me for so long, and obviously they were without a fighter. Maybe he dropped out or something, but I, t- I re-texted him. I double-texted him, and they responded. You want to fight in two weeks? I was like, sure. It's so, going to be good. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to live stream it, full yes. coverage, on the Try or Die YouTube channel. Yeah, tune in for that, and it's going to be a long-term awesome YouTube video about how we became boxers and either lost or won, hopefully won. <laughs> It's going to be fun, though. We're going to talk a lot about it today. We've got some great thoughts yeah. on fighting. I'm really excited. But do you want to talk to him about the short film real quick? I would love to. So, finally, after many, many things got in the way, yes. the short film has been released. One of my favorite things that we've worked on because it just was this culmination of creativity that I've never really put out there before. Mm-hmm. Because the book, we have to publish it which that's coming. But most of our other stuff, I guess with comedy, you could say that's creative and everything, but we've appealed, we've appealed, we've appealed to the audience that we're doing, or it's been physical Mm -hmm. with the short film. It's been fully our creative brains. Our creative juice is just flowing. Here's what we could come up with. Yeah. And so that's really exciting. Finally got all the editing done. I lost power and Wi-Fi to my house for a week, but just got it done. And it's out there now. Yeah. Basically, we became directors in one week. It's so cool because it goes it goes on it. And you can just see you can just see where it says um, written by try or die produced by (laughs) directed by everything about it. So Braden worked really hard on us editing. It looks amazing. And after this, we'll react to it. We can screen share. Right. Yeah. After the podcast, we'll react. It just won't be on Spotify. Yeah, that's fine. All right. One more thing. Disclaimer. If you are listening to this on Spotify, on Apple, Google, any of the other podcasting platforms that you may be listening to this on, we record this live in front of an audience now on YouTube every Sunday evening. So you will hear us potentially talking to chat or just anyone that might comment or anything. So if it sounds like we're having a conversation with a third person who doesn't have a microphone, it's because people are talking to us in the chat. Yes. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to let you know, cause I know in the past couple of episodes, it's kind of been vague and not really cl- clear that that's what was happening. So All right. we've started recording it live. Yes, sir. Let's jump into the quote of the week. Do you have yours ready? I do. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. So my quote of the week comes from attack on Titan. Of course, mm-hmm. my favorite show of all time. It is not necessarily from a particular character because it's quoted throughout the show several times with Mm -hmm. different meanings, though, each time, if you will. And the one that I think originated it is Aaron, 
the character or just some some character in it originated it, but it's quoted by everyone and it's no matter what keep moving forward it's that simple period put mm-hmm. there and so that sounds like cliche and someone's like yeah okay of course that's easy advice to follow but taking the plot of the show it really plays with morals and i i just apply that to real life is there's going to be seasons in your life where you are just down because happiness is temporary. Stop being happy. And there's going to be seasons in your life where you're super happy and everything seems to be going great. There's this ancient Chinese proverb. It's a story actually. And it goes this, this guy, he's, he's in this village and he has a neighbor or whatever. And one day his horse, it like breaks its leg. Right. And so his neighbors, they're like, Oh dude, that's so terrible. I'm so sorry that that happened. He's like, eh, it's not that bad. It's whatever, you know? Okay. And then the next day, uh, that something happens, they get like raided and all their horses get stolen except for his, because it has a broken leg. Then it heals up and it's fine. Right. So then his neighbors are like, actually, that's a really good thing that your horse didn't get stolen. And he's like, oh, I mean, it is what it is. Keeps going. And then one day his son falls breaks his arm the story's a lot but it's the story's there yes no it's something like this okay <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, this is paraphrased a little bit have you heard this yes. okay <laughs> i was trying to say if i said it confident enough it would sound like the right story i'm, I'm mixing it up a little bit but what's, essentially what's the idea though what's the i'm getting there i'm getting there oh, so the, so the, the son breaks still. his arm right and the neighbor's like oh that's terrible i hate that and the guy's like eh, i don't really care <laughs> well he says maybe maybe that's it that's the word i'm looking for he says maybe yeah maybe it's bad and then the next day the draft comes the people are like yeah we got to get all these people to come fight in the army and they they're like oh your son doesn't have to go because he's injured and so then the neighbor is like oh that's a good thing and the guy's like maybe and so it's this thing that you're never going to be sure if something's good or something's bad because it's kind of relative you win the lottery that's good for you that's bad for other people yeah and so it's this idea that no matter what you got to keep moving forward and as christians i think it's so important that we're going to have seasons of doubt we're going to have seasons of of guilt of seasons of of where we feel like all this progress that we've made in our walk with god just got reset because satan just hits us or sends these doubts in our brain mm-hmm. but i think god tells us specifically to keep moving forward and to to, that we are saved the moment we accept him and believe in him believe that jesus is lord that he died for our sins that we are forgiven we are saved Mm -hmm. so keep moving forward don't listen to the enemy and even though this season may suck right now keep moving forward you don't want to no one ever wants to end on a on a bad game you know yeah yeah absolutely that's a great quote great story (laughs) <laughs> um yeah you never know if something is good or bad for you stop um putting your happiness and expectations in temporary things yeah don't dwell yes so yes i will jump into my quote now unless you have anything else to say i think that's got it all you king uh usually yeah. usually, uh, uh, mm. usually i have this quote i have a quote come to me throughout the week but i did not see one this week so i had to look it up but i've been using some boxers quotes recently because that is the podcast and i found one by muhammad ali 
I am the greatest. I said that even before I knew I was. So he said it even before he believed it or knew that it was going to happen. He believed in it, but he didn't know it was going to happen. Right. And so it's just that, that confidence that you just have to know that you're going to win no matter. It might not be that match, that first one, but you know, you're going to win some point, some match. It might not be the first one, might not be the second one, might not be the third one, but you know, you're going to win. You know, Mm. you're going to become the champion. Mm. And it's just that confidence that you, you need in life and for fighting. That's what I've been struggling with this week. I'm going to dive into this later, but the, the fear and the confidence and going into this, you just have to be you have to be courageous and you have to it's hard for training. You don't want to train so you have an excuse mm. when you lose. And but so it's hard to give it your all. There's so many things to fight when you're or training for a, a real match. And so I've been struggling sorry, a lot with that this week. And I don't know. This quote really stuck out to me. Muhammad Ali has a great, a lot of great quotes, a lot of great sayings, but I am the greatest. I said that even before I knew I was. And I've been studying Corinthians a lot in the past months. And it's cool. There's this passage and it says like, are they this? Because I am also one. Are they this? I am also one. And then it goes to, um, are they followers of Christ? I am a better one. That's the only one he says that I am better. But he says, I am only better because I was worse of a person and i i've i've went through much and he's like but and then he also goes on to say how he's like the worst one it's it's, it's funny paul is very confusing but he, he has that confidence and he has amazing writing and it's just cool he's like are they followers of christ i'm a better one and he said i could boast i could say all the amazing things i've done but i'm not going to it's kind of like saying <laughs> it's, it's, it's just funny i love i love paul he's a really cool guy but he had that he had that confidence you know that dog in him that you need if you're going to be a successful fighter you need to uh, you see all the successful ones they they know they're the best you have to know it and to win you gotta you gotta be stupidly unrealistic and foolish and you have almost like a childlike faith that you are the greatest a quote that has stuck with me my entire life Mm -hmm. as of like eighth grade I used to have the saxophone teacher, right? Yeah. And he looked Amish, bro. He 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 was uh he had red hair, freckles, kind of looked like Billy. Yeah. And he had just this long beard, this deep backwoodsy beard. And his name was Andrew. And he was one of the most phenomenal saxophone players I've ever met in my life. And he played in the jazz band, mm-hmm. uh the local jazz band. And I was asking him one day, I'm like, how do you go up there? Every time he would go to play a solo, because I'd go watch his performances, he would just close his eyes and just start playing. He would never practice much for his solos or anything like that. Wow. And everyone, you could ask anyone in the band, and they would say, Andrew is the best soloist. Like, I'm not even kidding. He was just so much better at music than everyone else there. That's awesome. And I was just talking to him one day. He's like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. When I go up there, every time I tell myself I am the crap. Like, I am it. I'm the one. I am the best. I'm just a beast. Like, really? And he's like, you have to. I go up there with full confidence. I play so many wrong notes when I'm up there. Like, of course I don't play. Exactly. He's (laughs) like, of course I don't play perfect. But, yeah. He goes, it's jazz. Dude, you don't play right notes in jazz. And that's why it sounds so good is because I just roll with it. Like, you just don't think about it. You don't dwell on the mistakes. You just go in there, say you're the best. You're a beast. You're going to do this. And then... Even if you fail and you mess up, you just keep moving forward. You combine our quotes. Yeah. That's 
I mean, that's what I've been doing. That's that's what I am. I'm gonna knock this kid out, and I'm I'm better than him. I know that I am. Um, so that you really have to adopt that beast mentality, that mamba mentality. But you know, there's also another there's another aspect of being humble, and there's a there's a good healthy balance. But you you still need to be foolishly ambitious and confident in yourself if you want to be successful. I mean, you see that in so many. So many people that are successful with that stupid foolishness when they were starting out. And so that's what we're trying to do, you know, because yeah. that's what we're seeing. If it works, we'll let you know. But yeah, you want to jump into the highlights of the week? I would love to. I say we jump right into it. Do you have yours? I do. My highlight of the week. Do you want should I yeah, go first? Go yeah, I'm kind of on that roll. My highlight of the week was definitely going to church this Saturday. Um, I woke up late. It was just like it started storming all night and everything. I was up from like 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. I just oh, slept wow. right through my alarm. Yeah. So I wake up. Church starts at 11. I woke up at 11.10. I'm like, shoot. Yeah. This is like, I guess I'm just not going to go to church this week. And then I started thinking, I'm like, what happens if I, like, what happens if I just throw clothes on and within five minutes, it takes me two minutes to drive to church. I would be there by 11.25 latest. Yeah. What happens if I just go? Are people going to be like, oh, you came to church? Oh, you were late, but oh, how dare you come to church? No. I know they're not going to yeah. be like that. The only person that's sitting there doubting is me. So, yeah. And I think that's so often the case. So, yeah, I just get ready. I go. I go hang out in the AV booth at first and, like, try to, you know, see if they need any help or anything. Mm-hmm. And then I go back down and just walk in, go into the congregation and everything. And so, first off, sermon was the best thing I've heard ever preached at our church he yeah. like guy just killed it he uh he, he said a quote that i really really love and i'll talk about that later mm-hmm. but it was the aftermath of church that just really really was nice so as i'm there i'm getting swarmed by people that haven't seen me in a couple of weeks and they're just saying oh we've missed you so much we were, were praying for you constantly we love you and i was just swarmed by this love and this this missing and this just all this affection that I felt so undeserving of. I was like, well, like, well, I, I, I am the one that left. Why are you being nice or being so loving to me? Like, I feel like I deserve the opposite, you know? And I just think that's such a mirror of Christ and of, of God that we so often stray like the prodigal son from God. And then he runs down the moment he sees us at the horizon, just peek over it. The moment we turn around, God's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never left our side kind of thing. And that's just so beautiful because we don't deserve it. That's the whole point. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I think this is very fun. So it was nice. What was your highlight of the week? Mine's pretty simple. It happened at an arcade that I was at this week. It was with a lot of extended family that I haven't seen in years. So it was a very interesting experience. But uh, through this, I was able to go to an arcade. Very simple highlight of the week. They had this boxing machine. I'm sure many of you have seen it on social media or in real life and you swipe your card put it in cash it swings down a little punching speed bag punch as hard as you can it gives you a score and the high score on it when uh when i first stepped up was 950 i was like okay and i, I threw a straight at it um and i got like 880 i was like oh all right i'll come back to it later when my my nephew slash trainer comes back to do it with me but i did a straight as hard as i could and um, that was as much as I could get, is 880. But then I had my uh, nephew came and did it, and he did the same thing. He threw a really strong hook, 
and he he got 870. I was like, all right, this kid's three years younger than me. I cannot let this happen. And so I was like, okay, I just got to throw a hook. And I threw the hook and broke the record there. It was 9, like, 54. And then I recorded it again and got 9.55. And it just gave me a lot of confidence for the fight that's coming up. Because at first when I did it, I just threw the regular straight with my right and only got 8.80. I was like, wow, I feel kind of weak. And I know I've been doing so much training lately, and I just drove up for hours. But, you know, this is kind of disappointing. But then when I had that competition in front of me, I was like, I got to improve. I got I gotta go for this now, and th- that's always been you know my whole life is just competitiveness. That's what makes me improve is when it's competition. So when I have a number to beat, especially when it's my nephew, you know you can't be weaker than your your nephew. He's only three years younger than me, but yeah. So it was just a simple highlight, but I got the high score, and I was like, wow, I'm the strongest person in here right now. <laughs> no one can punch harder than me. <laughs> But, um, yeah, let's jump into this week's challenge. Wait, didn't you set a record and then set a record over your record? Yeah, yeah, I got the high score, but I had to record it, so I I beat it by one more point. (laughs) That's hilarious. So I beat my record twice. I beat the record twice there, and I was like, wow, I have a strong punch. It's been helping because I've been doing with five-pound dumbbells. I've been doing five two-and-a-half-minute rounds. Or four. Of, like, shadow boxing? Two-and-a-half-minute rounds of shadow boxing with those. And I do my regular routine, my combos. You know, I'm not just going one, two, one, two. I'm going, and I'm going hard. And, dude, I just – I feel ama- – I'm just in such amazing sh- shape this week. So let's let's jump into this week's challenge because I'm ready to it. talk about it. It's time. This week has been crazy. Um, we wrapped up the weekend. I dropped my nephew off after he trained me. We talked about that. And then Monday I started back at it. I started doing cardio and running. And then on Wednesday, we were able to spar. That was mm. a fun experience. Me and Braden and his friend. Fun is relative. It was <laughs> it was great. Fun's not the word I would use. It was great, though. I enjoyed it. But I don't think something has to be fun to, to enjoy it. No. It, it was a good experience. It was scary. And it was, it was just good, manly. <laughs> or just, you know, just a fun, intense time with each other it was peak masculinity <laughs> peak masculinity just boxing just throwing <laughs> each other at each other oh man that's for that 10 percent. <laughs> yeah bro we beat each other up it uh, was fun there's some good clips we're gonna spar more this week we gotta spar harder oh yeah my fight like, i'm talking tomorrow and wednesday oh 100 percent. we'll spar tomorrow yeah. actually one thing that was interesting before and i don't know if this is the same for you but for me i've never been hit before this week oh really i've never been hit ever I've wrestled people, but I've always been, like, a big boy. Like, I've just always been big. I mean, I'm pretty sure the same has been the case for you. Yeah. And so, I – there's this friend of mine. He actually has a podcast as well, the one that we're – Oh, yeah? Yeah, we have beef with Oh, yes, Will, yes. Yes, Will. No, so Will boxes. He's been boxing for, like, a couple months and stuff, and he was just talking to me about it. He said he's been boxing for, like, six, seven months. And I was like, oh, dude, can you, like, show me some stuff? He's like, sure, I guess. I mean, we're different weights and everything, so – I was like, okay, can you just yeah. beat me up then? He's like, yeah. what? He's like, I, I, I need to learn defense. I want you to beat the crap out of me. He yeah. goes, nah, bro, I can't. I said, just do it. He goes, okay. So we meet up. We're outside in this field at school. I'm like shirtless, and everyone's just walking by. And I'm just sitting there trying to learn to defend, and he's just punching and punching and punching, just hitting me, hitting me, hitting me, and I'm not hitting back. We should go spar at ETSC this week. 
We should. That'd like in the cool. field and have a sign. That'd be cool. Yeah. And he's just, yeah, he's just hitting me, hitting me, hitting me. And then he would go like, one, two, you're dead. One, two, you're dead. I'm like, what do you mean I'm dead, dude? You've, you're not even hitting me that hard. He's like, nah, man, I could hit your head right now so hard. I said, yeah. then why aren't you? He's like, you've not got headgear on. I'm like, fair yeah, enough. Just do it. That's what I said. So I said, I said, okay, just hit me in the head because I need to learn to defend it if it's that bad. Mm-hmm. Dude, nice. he he socked me right in the side of the head and then right in the back, like right right back to back. And I, I – dude, I felt like puking Yeah. because he hit me so hard. And after that, I was like, wow, okay, that's what that feels like. Good mm-hmm. to know. And I started learning to defend my head a little bit. Yeah. Like it was like that. The change was so quick in the like learning to defend and just be more like – conscientious of like all the different space that's happening yeah getting Dude. punched in the face is a crazy experience I've, I've been hit you know a couple times from karate sparring as a kid but i've been rocked in a while like years so yeah the first time was with my nephew he's only three years younger but yeah he's 16 he he's a big boy and he he rocked me a couple times and then with Braden and daniel they rocked me oh, while we dude. sparred you rocked and, me too always sparred, man there was one time i thought you oh my did Talk about the like the feeling that you were talking to me about earlier, like the whenever like the micro knockout. You're like, oh. yeah. So when you're getting rocked, sometimes when especially when you get hit in the jaw, or the like in the side of the head, just with your brain, when you're not used to it. Feels like you you're just like out for a second. You're like, oh, and I'm back. One time I got hit and I was like, it literally felt like it was like vibrating, like the sound um, for the movie, like a like, flashbang. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I was back up. My brain like stalled. <laughs> basically and i was like dang that's a crazy feeling and you get a headache at first but it kind of once you keep getting hit you stop getting that headache yeah i don't know if this is usual but i got a headache at well, first it was but now and then i just I, I mean i got one too it was like whenever we were running the 5k's the first time and it like our bodies like would pounding. hurt and then we we're finally like we just kept going past and our bodies were like okay fine i'll stop telling you that i'm in pain if yeah. you're not gonna listen oh, i feel dude. like that's what was happening because we're just still getting beat up yeah. and everything but yeah you and i were sparring and you are legions better than me like you're you're just are it's just yeah it's just true I think it's just the experience from a child and with a uh, brayden he helped me a lot yeah um but yeah i would just say from yeah form and just yeah childhood experience yeah but i feel like i still did okay yeah like, considering you got shots and everything. so That's what i needed it was fun it was mm-hmm. it, oh, dang it i just contradicted myself it was fun it was though. fun <laughs> it just hurt and there's one time you hit me, dude, and you hit me in the side of the head so hard. I remember going, oh, I hit him pretty hard. I man. remember I, f- I almost fell. Like, I was on – like, I, like, sat on the ground first. I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, I had that reset moment, bro. Like, I blinked. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then when I opened my eyes again from that quick blink, it wasn't a quick blink, and I saw floor. Like, I yeah. saw you and then blinked, and there was floor. And it was really weird because I was like, oh. And then immediately, like, back up, and I was like, wow, okay. That is. Getting punched is crazy. You, should, you guys should go try it. Like, get some headgear, get punched with uh, gloves on, and uh, it's a crazy experience. It's interesting because I, I was talking to my dad about it, and he, he said to me, honestly, dude, like, I'm very proud of you. I said, why? <laughs> he goes, because you're learning to defend yourself, and you're learning to not be weak and to, like, learn how to, to maneuver in things. And it translates so much to real life and all these different aspects of of you know you're gonna get rocked sometimes yeah. life is gonna kick you so hard Dude, just fighting 
teaches a child and anyone so much. Like there's this guy on Instagram. So people say this all the time, but he, he has a PhD. He's a nerd, but he said, I've, I've not learned more in that classroom than I have on these mats. It teaches you about life and how to get through it. It teaches you so many fundamental philosophical ideas that you need to explore. And then when you do it and you push past and you get through that fear and you learn to defend yourself, you become a more capable person. You feel much better. You learn a lot. And it's different. They say boxing is one of the best for self-defense because kicking is just not realistic if you're fighting multiple people. And especially when ground and when it's wet, kicking is a bad idea, really. And so you should learn how to defend against it. But in a fight, boxing is really good and jiu-jitsu if it goes to the ground. So boxing jiu-jitsu is, you know, what you need to defend yourself. And boxing, oh, if you learn that and someone else doesn't know it, you're going to win. Uh, you're going to defend yourself. And But it, again, with going to the ground is not smart if there's multiple people. So you need to box your way out of things. Boxing is a great self-defense. And it's just good to learn this and to spar regularly. Yeah, it's just know? a healthy thing. It also allows you to work out differences because, like, there is an aspect of taking out your anger in it yeah. but controlling it. The way that, that I like having it put, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. Is that is that how it is? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Like, that idea that we're, we're there and, like, you know, you're, like, my best friend and everything. But, like, we're still there and we're fighting. And I'm in the mindset, like, we're trying to hurt each other to an extent. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's self-control because there's things that – we're gonna we might be angry about or there's things that i think it's not a weak thing to fight something out mm -hmm. to do it maturely i think you can maturely and with self-control fight yeah you know i don't yeah i think it's a bad thing at all i think there's a huge level of respect yeah there's a huge level of dignity just, yeah, dignity and you just you just realize a lot of things don't you learn how to control the in the process of learning to become dangerous you learn how to control it Mm -hmm. And, of course, there's going to be people that don't know how to control and have anger issues. But there's more people that don't know how to, you know, be, be dangerous that are they go out and they, they shoot people. Or well, that's they, the thing is that's the weak part of it. Yeah. Is people that know how to truly fight. the Like, most people who are soldiers and they go to war with guns and stuff. Yeah. Most of the time, if they're mentally sound when they, like, mentally yeah. sound, they have the discipline to know how to, they could they could kill everyone in a given room. Yeah. They just know how with a gun. Everything about it, they could have it all planned out. Yeah. But they have the self-control not to do it because that's just what's in them, the discipline, right? Mm -hmm. All these fighters, they have the discipline to not just hit someone out of, out of nowhere, most of them. Yeah. And then most people who are weak, that are, that are robbing, that are stealing, that are shooting, that are doing all these things, it's because they're trying to use a cheat code to access that danger. Like they they're using a gun without the without the discipline of a gun, or that's why I think hunting is so important. Like hunting with like a, a with with a kid Target growing practicing. up hunting, yeah. dude. The way that I've taught learned to revere guns and understand how dangerous they are, how important they are, and how impactful they are. Like my understanding of guns, as opposed to person A, B, or C who just goes out and buys one with no anything. Are they more dangerous? Yeah. Do I know how to use one better than them? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, arguably, I'm more dangerous with a gun, but I have way more self-control. So, who's like, you know, it's that, mm. that pool. Yeah, no, as you learn how to use a gun or perform martial arts, you become, you learn how to discipline yourself and you learn how to control that. 
and it's a very unique thing because a lot of, you know how it feels you know the dangers yeah. when you're active in it so you're like i know that i can really harm someone and i know what it's like to have that fear of being harmed slash getting hit i don't want to do that to someone else it's also that like that would be terrible to do to someone no matter how they're acting so you're like hey you try to calm the situation down before just going ham with your fists because a lot of people that don't haven't been in fights or haven't done martial arts they don't know the dangers of actually you know punching someone especially the deaths of punching people when they're drunk it's because your muscles are so relaxed there's actually this case i studied in um, the criminal law class and this guy just slapped his girlfriend but since she's so drunk and the muscles are so loose that's what it does it loosens your muscles and so it killed her snapped her Dang. It, 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 like it went so it didn't snap her neck but it, it killed her and a lot of people die when they get punched drunk because everything just goes you're so relaxed your head hits the floor full impact you don't react as you if you were sober so just having that self-control knowing the power that you hold makes you withhold it a little bit more you know hmm. so that's what just, it's been nice to learn that more boxing and because i know i had good technique from my dad teaching me and you know i hit the bag a lot but uh, actually putting in practice, like you don't have a plan once you get punched in the face, as Mike Tyson says. And yep. It's pretty intense. So oh. we sparred this week. It was fun. It was amazing. Yeah. Really? What are other aspects of this week? Other aspects of this week was training. There's so yeah. much – there's so many behind-the-scenes things to boxing yeah. to – sorry. There's so yeah, many behind the <laughs> – there's so many behind-the-scenes things to, mm -hmm. to boxing to, to any – Sorry, microphone yeah, was active fucking. Uh, there's so many just behind the scenes things to any given thing that you're doing, be it football, be it any sport, be it fighting or even podcasting, right? Yeah. Every single thing has a behind the scenes to it. And once you do a particular thing, like boxing, for example, mm -hmm. we're seeing all this behind the scenes stuff and it's the food that you're eating, the training that you're doing. And just all this other stuff that makes it up. So, like, for example, for me, diet has been a crazy thing this past week and a half. I've lost, like, four or five pounds Same. just from diet because I've done a crazy calorie deficit. And I've ate extremely healthy, which has allowed me to, you know, be faster, mm -hmm. be more lean, more cut. Or focused. And more focused. Yeah. But it's that behind-the-scenes thing because it's also sucked. Like, I won't mm -hmm. lie to you. Like, go, working at a restaurant and all this stuff. Like, I'm taking people – dessert after dessert and i'm seeing i'm like oh. and my mom she bought these uh she bought you know those chocolate eclairs that come in like 30 mm. 30 or 50 dude i've eaten a whole like all of that box before mm -hmm. and they're sitting in my fridge right now and i'm not touching them yeah and i every time i open my fridge dude and i don't have anything in my fridge because my power went out so all i've got in my fridge for any snacks or anything is those freaking cream puffs and I'm just looking at them. They're there like, you know, you want me, right? And I'm looking at them, and I'm like, no, I don't. No, no, no I don't. Actually, then I admit it. I'm like, yeah, I do, but I'm not going to. That's the self-control aspect. Weird way to put that. But what I'm getting at is that all the behind-the-scenes stuff, it makes you just appreciate it so much more. Yeah, the sport for sure. I've been training so hard. And the same thing with desserts. So this weekend I went to my grandma's funeral. Ooh. And... <laughs> um yeah sad times but you know you got to find the comedy in life right so um yeah i went to my grandma's funeral and there was so at the after not after party but the the reception 
after the funeral, <laughs> there was these donuts, these beautifully frosted donuts, and all these desserts this whole weekend. They, we went to this the arcade bowling rink, and they had they bought the full package of food. There were chicken tenders, pizza, and desserts. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did not eat. I ate a f- like five chicken tenders because I had to get protein on the starving. But there was pizza. I didn't use sauce either because that's so high in calories. So I just ate a couple chicken tenders because I had to. And But there was pizza. Because you had to. Well, I needed energy. No, I know. I'm just yeah, but, um, yeah, there was pizza, desserts, donuts all weekend. And again, in the fridge, there was all that. But I just ate leftover grilled chicken that they made. And there was mm. they, they, there was just this you know the authentic like non-chain pizza place. They, they make that such good oh. pizza. I, I I had a tiny end of one. <laughs> I did. But, you know, it's just to, you know, to give me that little motivation. Oh. But it's not bad to have a little bit of carbs cuz you need that energy. Yeah. And yeah, it was not fun cuz all weekend, you know, we're also like, you know, my whole family's sad and uh, visiting and it's hard to visit and not eat what everyone else is eating. You know, when you're visiting with your family you haven't talked to in forever and it's just you you're just purposefully you know constantly conscious of that and it just makes it a little different but yeah dieting's hard i've not been super strict before i have been super strict um but it's just not fun and uh but this is a it, it keeps me so motivated cuz i just think i have to fight i have to be better than this guy every time i don't want to do something i'm saying mustrapa's not doing it like it's mm. the guy i'm fighting carson mustrapa and Every time, you know, I did these uh, sets of, uh, it's 10 burpees on the minute, every minute. And so you do 10 minutes of that. And so, it, actually, fun, funny story. Um, last semester, slash, you know, like five, no, it, I stopped vaping a bit ago. So it was like six months ago, five months ago, I was vaping. And I, you know, I wasn't working out consistently because you don't really do that when you're vaping. I didn't feel like it. I didn't have motivation because that's what vaping does to your brain chemicals. And I, I've quit by by now, but I was vaping and my sister went to do this, you know, 10 burpees every minute on the minute. And we were doing this workout. I made it to 70 burpees. My lungs felt like they were bleeding. They felt they were in pain. I was spitting up. There was no blood or anything, but they were just on fire and inflamed. And I've been only vaping like consistently at this point for like two to three months. Vaping is terrible for you. You can't tell me otherwise. And so I couldn't do the whole thing, but last, but when I, I've been doing it a lot for boxing, cause it is the most amazing hit workout for me. It is so intense. I was like, I really don't feel like doing this tonight. Like this workout sucks. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it with a mouth guard in <laughs> and you can't freaking breathe when you do this. Yeah. So I put the mouth guard in and I, I take it out when I'm resting cause physically I almost passed out. But while I'm doing all those 10 burpees, I left it in and you're going, <laughs> You cannot breathe. And I have a deviated septum, so one of my nostrils get about half as much air or one-third as the other one. So, um, yeah, so I just don't get that much air, but I was like, I got to practice. I got to, you know, do that for my lungs. So I did it with mouth guard in. I did 10 rounds, so I did 100 burpees in 10 minutes. And I was like, you know what? My strap was probably doing 10. I'm going to do another one. I did another one, but that was definitely my max. And I got up. I was like, oh, I'm dead. So I did 110 burpees in 11 minutes. Dang under 11 minutes and i was like with a mouth guard in and i was like and then i started jump roping this week 
like boxers jump rope for their footwork you know you need really strong ankles and calves i'm getting so good at jump roping i can just go boom boom i can do the boxer step out boxer step out like i'm doing this so consistently and then i can go like crisscross crisscross and then double under double under double under double under and it feels amazing to be good at jump roping it's so cool you feel like a boxer i'm getting so good i have a weighted jump rope and uh it's just a lot of fun but yeah the diet is very hard this week <laughs> oh man but it's also just that beautiful thing it's like the way chris pratt talks about it he says mm-hmm. like i love eating he's like i hate eating healthy it's the worst but the way that i look at it is 15 minutes of horrible not good fun time and yet the rest of all day every day i feel amazing yeah. mental clarity feel great can't have the energy to do stuff with my kids do whatever i want or 15 minutes of happy good yummy food and then i feel like crap yeah about and yourself about yeah everything. about everything and to me it's like yeah that that looking at it that way it's like yeah 15 minutes okay it's not the most delicious thing i'm ever gonna eat and healthy food's not always bad like it's good. What I've been eating is good. It's just yeah. I know I would like eating dessert and I would like eating all this stuff. But then afterwards, I feel so much better. And mm-hmm. the mental clarity that I have is just actually there. I can notice a difference. Like the past uh, two Sundays that I've worked, I've felt so just on my game and talking and able to interact with everyone and remember everything. And just it's just been so good. My brain feels like it's firing at, you know, 100 bullets per second. I just like, like a machine gun. Yeah. And it feels much better just having that mental clarity, getting those good fats in you, like avocado and steak. And uh, it's just really good. Um, it feels, I just feel like a well oiled machine. Mm. I'm ready to go. And uh, yeah, every day, you know, you just don't feel like conditioning, but it's that fear of getting hurt and being knocked out that keeps you going. But it's also the fear of not having an excuse when you lose. It's just a, it's a very hard battle. It's a, the mental game is the biggest thing for boxing. I've heard this from a lot of boxers. My um, cousin actually, he was talking. Uh, he was a MMA fighter for a while. He did really well. You know, for his first fight, he beat someone that was sixteen and zero. Dang. Yeah, sixteen win streak. I don't know if it was sixteen and zero, but he was a sixteen fight win streak. He beat that guy. He went on, and then he he just went on a losing streak and dropped out. You know, um, started up a gym with Holly Holmes. Lots of other legal stuff happened, and then now he he was now he's a bare knuckle boxer, like forty. He's forties. He's a bare knuckle boxer. That's and he did. He was doing it in Russia. Different breed. So this guy, I was talking to this guy a little bit, well, my, and um, he, you know, he said that you know the mental game is huge, and that um, your your first couple fights, the biggest thing is endurance. It doesn't really matter about your experience. It's just it's just the the, the preparation for it Dang. um just having that energy is going to be huge you know i think someone with more endurance versus technique will be better in your first fights and um because you know you're both probably not going to get a knockout when you're the rookie yeah so you have to be you have to endure the rounds so um that's what i'm working on just getting endurance like i'm like i know that he's not you know, I drove for seven hours. It was ten hour drive, but I drove for seven hours of it. I got there and uh, I did some jump roping on the way and there. I did some push ups and I was like, you know what my strap probably is not gonna do right now is run four miles. So I was like, bet, let's go. And I ran four miles. <laughs> best I could. It was ten minute pace, but 
I was dead, bro. My back Dang. was locking up. My my shins hurt so bad, but um, it was great. I was like, this is great for endurance, and you know, it was very cold outside. It was Michigan. It's good for the lungs, mm. and yeah, man. I'm just I'm I'm just trying to outwork him right now. That's my goal. You gotta be Kobe. You gotta be yeah. in the gym at five thirty when he's gonna get there at eight. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm saying yeah, we get there super early. That'd be good for mental games. I think it would. I just. <laughs> Warm up like low key though, because you don't want to get tired before the fight. Oh, yeah. Like I, I I've yeah. been watching stuff, and this dude says that he naps before he fights. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't sleep. But like, wakes I'm gonna up, be he wakes calm. up like a good hour beforehand. Yeah. But like he takes a nap whenever there's downtime, and then like wakes up like thirty minutes to an hour beforehand, so that way he's awake and everything. And he's like the refresh that you get from that is just. Yeah, I'm gonna try to sleep in. I've been training late at night because that's when my fight is. You know, I heard actually. I think I think, think I got that from Jake Paul. He said that, and I was like, well, that's actually smart. And so I remembered that. I was like, I got to train when I'm going to fight. So I've been sleeping in, which you think you're like, you want to wake up early and grind. You're like, Mike Tyson, he'd wake up at 4 o'clock because he thought his opponents were, and then he'd run, and then he would um, go back to sleep, actually. And But I was like, well, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to train hard, but I think it's best for me, especially being a rookie, that I'm going to wake up. You know, I'm going to be, my body's going to not be tired when I'm actually fighting, yeah. which is hard because I have 8 a.m. in school every morning. So, yeah. Yeah. Dang. It's going to be it's such been a, a fun good, week. It's going to, I'm so excited for this yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah, dude. This week is coming down to the final, the final countdown. The mental game is getting harder. The nerves are rising. So is the confidence. It's going to be good gonna be good you might you probably might fight i'd say 50 honestly i'd say, I, I'd 50. say like 30 no no I, after davy said that i was like yeah honestly? davy said that but i talked to the owners a little bit more and they said that it's very unlikely i don't know which is with this amateur fight especially if people dropped out last year and they only got me in two weeks these are they probably I'm got most of people i'm hoping yeah. i do but i say 45 i'll settle at that i'll meet you in the middle of 40 deal Forty okay. percent brain chance brain's gonna fight. I think it's gonna be hilarious if you fight. I I'm not like the thing <laughs> is, is so like funny. if I'm gonna fight, I want to know now and not like a day or two before. You don't get to. You gotta work harder. <laughs> the, but I don't know who I'm working harder than right now. Like exactly. in my mind, Yourself. what's happening is I'm exactly that's all I'm thinking about in my mind is I'm working harder than me, and that's a weird thing because it's like well, if I don't work hard today and then I work hard tomorrow, <laughs> then I worked harder than myself. <laughs> but I'm not. You know, it's hard. Yeah, it's weird because I don't have any tangible. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to. I send am. It. I'm trying to uh, send yeah. it. I mean, we'll do some more sparring. We'll get you as paired as you can. But it would be funny for content if you got knocked out. <laughs> I know. It'd be I'm funny for me. Win. It'd be just, funny for me if I get knocked no out. There's no faith in me winning. I wasn't <laughs> assuming that you were gonna. Win. It'd be great for you. Absolutely. Out too. Think I'm gonna but get we knocked did, out. We need to sweat that if you do like. I just realized that I'm going to fight. I was a feeling I didn't think I was going to fight. And then we, like, we get you preparing. We get that super intense, like, filming of Yeah, you. like, two days before. I'm just training. We need to film, and you need to be like, oh, no. I think we just – that would be awesome. But, yeah, we're working on a really cool YouTube video for this. So yeah. stay tuned for that. We need to probably do some filming for that tonight. And uh, well, just a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to film for me. Yeah. So, yeah. I think – yeah, I mean, we we can just hype it up, be ready to tune in. But that's it's be next week's challenge, challenge. Is, is boxing. Yeah. Let's go to next week. So, yeah, this week we're going to be sparring. We're going to well, look out some, for uh, more videos of that. Go subscribe to the Try or Die YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, 
check out the videos that we're going to post this week. We're going to be posting them. Check out the new short film, Stop Being Happy. And, uh, yeah. You can come to the fight night, probably. Yeah, it's in Chattanooga. Um, we'll probably release that, just maybe. I don't know if we're allowed to. Yeah. But we'll have it live streaming, though, regardless. So, yeah. Make sure you're watching. Well, yeah, we're live streaming the fight. Mm-hmm. Okay, bet. Yeah, so we'll have a live stream. So that'll be fun. You guys should watch it. April 8th. I'll probably fight around 10 to 11, somewhere in there. And then drive back that Sunday. <sighs> or that, no, that night. We got to yeah. drive back. Well, we get IHOP and then we drive back. I mean, yeah. I'm saying I'm the third fight. I say we just leave. I don't care about watching the others. We got to. We got no Film stuff. Film it. Do we not need to be there for the rest of it? Well, maybe. Why don't we need to go to How IHOP? many fights are there? I'm the third fight. How many fights are there, though? Four? I think there's like six. Dang. Or something. No, so there's like four because one's two girls and then there's like three. No, but they had a couple that they couldn't fit on the card. Uh, so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me uh, check it real quick. So you're you're the headliner, though. You're one of the headliners, which is cool. Um, Yeah, one of the cards, which is fun. So they have one, two, three, four, and five, six. So that's six total. I'm the third. Well, that's what, yeah, Braden asked and I'm the third fight, so. Yeah, should Dang. be fun. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a good time. I'm nervous, but that podcast is going to be awesome on Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited. Probably get a nap in after work, and then we'll probably podcast late. But, Craig, what if you win? What fo you win? I don't know what that means. Uh, what fo you win? I say, I think it's what if you win. Well, I hope I do. I probably eat crepes from IHOP. It's probably like, is there a reward or anything? Oh, fight night. Um, glory, mm, honor, honor. That's all I want to do. I don't care about money. I want to win. Do this you get with money my now? Heart. I don't care. I don't even want to accept it. Seriously, I just want to win this. I don't give a crap about the money. I want to beat the crap out of that kid. But hypothetically, <laughs> I'll, if I get any money, I'll put it all towards Shadow Die. Okay, cool. But hypothetically, do you know if you get money? No, I don't oh, think okay. you do. Probably okay. not. It's probably maybe volunteer. Maybe if so, it's going cool. to the Triad iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next thing we're buying is a PC, probably, so I don't yeah. have to lug mine every time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um. Is that does that answer your question, Craig? Uh, I don't know what foe means. I won't lie to you. What foe you mean? It's all right. But. I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. I say let's wrap it up. It's a very yeah. short episode, but that's okay. Hey, uh, Forty-seven sure minutes. Good. Yeah. So. But next, next week is gonna be awesome. The thing podcast. is, is we don't really Make have. Sure um, we don't like. There's nothing particularly new other than the stuff that we've shared, thoughts, philosophy, what it's been like mm-hmm. to train, and everything. So I still invite, unless you have a different, I would invite the viewers to do the same challenge that we mentioned before, which is make yourself a montage train for a day hard and just take videos show yourself give yourself that proof yeah and see what it's like see how actually epic and awesome you are tell yourself you are the greatest even if you're not get a free um editing app on your phone called CapCut. it's amazing yeah just edit a couple clips together of you working out and uh you'll feel cool yeah and it's really easy they have or train like a boxer for a day that's our challenge for you this week train like a boxer for a day the best of your ability yeah all right. Well, that being said, there's nothing really else that we yeah that we get ready for the live stream April eighth next Saturday. Yeah, and uh, it'll yeah. be eight p.m. give or take is when it starts. Yeah, 
Um, but I'll probably fight at 10 to 11.30, roughly. Dang, dude. That's such a wide time range. I know. But I have no idea how long the fights are, what's in between. So That's fair. Oh, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be, be fun. Good. It's going to be awesome. Wish me luck. Pray for me. Brayden said there's an iconic prayer that every champion that has had. And he said, I need to get one. And I was thinking of one. I was like, God, please help me fight the best I can and be on my side. If you're on his side too, let the best man win. And I was like, it kind of hits hard. I kind of like that. Yeah. That is, huh. I like that. I'd say Rocket. I'm going to, that's what I'm going to say. I'll, I'll be praying a lot. It's a very anxious thing, but let's win. Let's get, let's get the dub. You got it. I have full faith in you. All you right. got it. I've got full faith in you. <laughs> I, I needed that. I have that bad habit of just leaning back away from the microphone. I get comfortable because in my day-to-day life, I don't. So I get comfortable yeah. when I podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> an awesome time. I love podcasting. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up at least the recording aspect of it. Absolutely. So, this has been the Try or Die Podcast. My name is Ben Valley. And my name is Braden Ball. Travel the path, less traveled on. See you next time. See ya.